And we are live, chapters 13 to 17, The Elephant in the Brain. This is episode number 93, Armin Show Podcast, February 1st, 2018. We're in February. What a cool thing. The months go instantly. Now, this is the last episode on the chapters from the book, The Elephant in the Brain. Then I will have... At some point, an interview with the authors. That'll be text, though. But you'll be able to see that on my website, arminshirbanian.com slash interviews. Yeah. All right. So on this one, chapters 13 through 17. Description. So 13 is about education, the educational system that we have. So is it so much about learning? Not so much. A lot of it is about certification, getting some sort of degree, what that represents as a worker, ability to follow rules, follow guidelines, work towards something that's given to you, not making something of your own. That's not really supported. And the degree is the big deal because it's to get that. Because uh, if you just do three years of college, that doesn't count as much. Slight bump, but not like when you get the full certification. So it's more about the representation than it is the actual learning. Also, as one of the authors said, if it was about the learning, we would just take the best institutions out there and copy them and spread their information to every other institution. But that's not how it works. Also, there's a bit of domestication going on in the school system. Getting people following rules, following instructions, not breaking the rules. Yeah, Uh, there's that one. And then also, sometimes school is not in the best interests of learning. A lot of high schools start at 7.30 when like 8.30 would be better. Uh, Results have shown waking up a little bit later comes out better, but... People drop off their kids and they go to work. So it's sort of like a daycare in some ways. And then your degree signals to people that you have passed. Onward, chapter 14, medicine, the medical system. Uh, A big part of medicine is the feeling that you're being taken care of. Even if not much is happening, As long as it feels like, oh, okay, care is happening, conspicuous caring, so it's noticeable. It feels like you're being taken care of by the system. That's a main proponent of it. Also, there isn't that much of a change that expensive health care provides versus average health care in life expectancy. Some things we've gotten rid of, like... Malaria has improved and different things we have vaccines for, sure, prevents early death. But we do not have huge changes. People still live uh, a similar length as the human body has lived for a long time. We haven't really changed that yet. Uh, People do treatment. Oh, people get treatment that matches whatever their peers get. It's a matching level. They don't really go beyond that. 
Uh, whenever also, whenever it's about a medical facility, people focus on a news story and if it's shocking or not, and they don't focus on larger scale data, which is true for other fields too. There isn't much critical thinking in most decisions that are made. Now, chapter 15 is on religion. Religion is very group-oriented. It's kind of like a sports team or a political group, but that's chapter 16. We'll leave that for a second. Uh, for religion, you have to sacrifice. You're showing that you're putting an effort towards the group. You're giving up something so you can be with them. It shows your loyalty, kind of like a sports team. There are synchronous rituals. These could be movements or chants, singing, or everybody praying in some way. It gets everybody together, builds trust and solidarity. It's a group-like festival. Sometimes people wear something to represent that they're part of a religion, maybe a hat or some sort of clothing. So they're showing, look, these are my people and I stand for them. So it's all for one, one for all. That's how they work. It's a team effort. And then uh, God is used as like someone who's always watching. So it keeps you moral at all times, even when you're alone, when you could be the worst. That's the idea behind it. And it's hard for people to uh, go against that belief internally if they're always representing it. Yeah. So that one's about religion. And it also sets norms for people to follow and not break. If they break them, there's some form of punishment. There's a rule system. And then we've got chapter 16, which is on politics. Politics is another kind of team thing. There's ways to signal your loyalty to your team. You vote based on what group interests are, not specifically yourself. Uh, people also have badges here, like I voted, or, you know, Democrat or Republican. They tell people, they show them, they show who they voted for, who they support. There's also sacrifice. This and also religion, they both involve sacrifice. Like, you only date people usually that match your grouping. So you're limiting your perspective field of companions. Same thing with social or networking. You generally work with the people who fit into your group. So that is a limiter. Yeah. People don't look very critically at what they're voting for, all the details, or know that much. It's more of an instant response. As in all the other fields, there just isn't that much critical thought. And people associate with people of the same political party in their dating life, the scholarships they get in schools, their professional relations, and so on. And then in politics, as in sports or anything, the more you go crazy for your side, the more you're actually showing support. And sometimes if you even compromise with the other side, that is looked at as non-support. So it's very group-oriented. Are you with the group or not is the theme behind it. 
So that's the last of the regular chapters. Chapter 17 is the conclusion, which tells what can we do with this information, knowing the hidden motives behind what people do. Well, you can understand what's going on around you better than before. Second, you can look at your own hidden motives, how to maybe bring them out into the open or make better use of them or show them off regularly. Yeah. Um, you can also show off motives to impress people if done properly. Maybe you could uh, bring to light issues that people have that normally were hidden and they could thank you for that. Or maybe they'd be glad, who knows. Uh, you could behave better, uh, have a better understanding of your own intentions if you're really following the motives you would like to follow. Uh, we could build a society that involves uh, the people helping each other, like enlightened self-interest and each pe person helping other people with the idea that they would also be outwardly helping too. So that could be built into the motive system. system. And the last thing is in designing institutions, instead of taking into account professed motives, the ones that the institution says are there, they could look at if they are actually hitting the real motives that people have in them. Because then when you're aligned, it makes more sense. You don't have people trying to find ways to sneak in their real motives. And the last item is about perspective, that if we look at these things, we think, oh, people might be ugly. What's with all these hidden motives? But no, people are great. We've been a around a long time and will continue to be here. The human species is strong and that has progressed through a huge amount of ordeals. And we are here. So that's pretty cool. That is all the chapters of The Elephant in the Brain. Great book. Uh, I enjoyed it. And yeah, interview will be coming. And I definitely always take notes and check them, go over them, understand more. It helps to understand the world that I live in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. February 1st, first of the month, 2018. We are in it. And we are moving forward. Glad to have you on here. And we are out.